Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. okay <laughs> he's okay i asked him because um, he had sent me something and then i was like oh, hey i was, gonna, I was about to do a welfare check on you man you know because kind of went silent oh no 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 he 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 messaged me because uh, he was listening to the show last week when we were talking shit <laughs> <laughs> and he and he he replied that why he i go you know why he was he following the kansas city chiefs i forgot joe montana went there after he left the niners and um, he went there, and he goes, and he just kind of stayed with them since. And I was like, oh, okay. And I go, yeah, we were kind of wondering what happened to you. You know, like, we were about to do a welfare check. And uh, he's all, well, he goes, you know, uh, after a bottle of uh, tequila and a couple of, and um, damaging a couple of lawn chairs, it was pretty much nighty night time after that. <laughs> he's a clown, dude. <laughs> Listen. You hate to see it. <laughs> I was being a dick, too. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, he was doing He, I was like, oh, yeah, we're about to do a welfare check on you, man. He's <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm I'm better now. He goes, but um, he goes, I was listening, I'm listening to the show and it's, it's making remember things. <laughs> it's making me remember. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think he's all right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my door. Uh, I love uh, the guy. <laughs> um, oh, man. So uh, the other day I was walking. I was doing my doing my walk, trying to get back into doing exercise. Again, I was doing it for a while, and then all of a sudden I just kind of stopped. Yeah. And uh, so I started doing it again. And uh, I was walking, and I... W- where I walk, it's purely residential. So like, you know, during the day, there's like nobody outside. So I, I don't have my mask on. I just kind of have it hanging off. And um, as I was walking by, I saw this this chick in her front yard, a Hispanic chick. And she looked at me and I looked at her and she smiles. I smile back. And then uh, she just kind of, she keeps looking. And then I'm thinking like, hmm, should I? And I'm like, nah, nah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Because I, I remembered the... Uh, the wise wor- words of those 90s philosophers, Bell Bib DeVoe, never mm. trust a chick with a big booty and a smile. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, 
Yeah, I think I just let that go for right now. <laughs> you, but also, you also forget the lesser known. You don't need to trust her. Trust her. <laughs> I also just made that up. So <laughs> it was funny because I like I I saw her and then all of a sudden I was listening to this uh, '90s mix I have on my on uh, Spotify and all of a sudden it was like, you know, I never trust big booty and a smile. <laughs> I was like. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> you know what's funny is real motherfuckers hear that and they just nod their head like, you said nothing but the truth today. Exactly. <laughs> That's how you know a dude's been through some shit. Like, it's for real, bro. <laughs> that so, one dude starts crying. Hey, bro. The one dude starts, you know, tapping his chest like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, everybody's looking like, um, looking like, the boys to men members that aren't singing yet. <laughs> right. They're kind of just like, mm. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I don't even know if it's boys to men. Um, oh, man. <laughs> no diggity. No doubt. <laughs> what, is, what is a Hispanic Miss Parker? Like Miss Hernandez or something like that? Yeah. Usually it's like yeah, like Miss Hernandez. Let's <laughs> be some common ass name. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Hernandez just doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> Think about that chick on um, was it Friday? Hey, hey. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd and He knows what I want. Miss <laughs> Parker, Miss Parker. <laughs> oh my god, that chick had super cake though. Oh, I know. <laughs> Somebody's birthday? Shit. You have the other housewives going. Mm, mm, mm. Look at her. Hey girl. Yeah, hey exactly girl. How it is too. Gas <laughs> yes, motherfuckers, bro. My wife be doing that shit sometimes. I catch her. She's like, Ugh, I don't even like her. She's just rude to everybody. And then, Hi, how's it going? Yeah, exactly. And then she'll walk away. I'm like, you stay fake. She's like. What do you want me to do? And I'm like, what would I do? And she's like, I can't do that. I'm like, fucking tell somebody straight up, you fake as fuck. Fuck out, fake. Hey, fake bitch, what you going on? Did <laughs> you call me after work? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so fucking good, dude. That whole movie is perfect. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. Movie is uh. that movie's so good. <laughs> oh man. I was watching They Live last night because um, for those of you that don't know, it's free on Peacock with a couple of commercials, you know, ad. But you know what? Compared to like Hulu and even like Tubi and, and Crackle and all them, there's like one commercial, maybe two on the outside. But it's like 30 seconds and then you're like back. You're kind of like, oh, wow, we're back already. All right. I was getting ready to play, you know, fucking Bejeweled on my phone during the commercial break. But it was like, <laughs> um, but God, I love that movie. <laughs> I came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm What's all out of bubble gum. Yeah, they live. I see that. Have I seen that movie? I don't think I've seen it. With um, right, right of it. Like I'm looking with, at the cover, like the box art, and I've I've seen that. Yeah, it's basically yeah, it's aliens are aliens. Know, some ugly looking motherfuckers. Yeah, apparently, uh, aliens are among us, but nobody can tell because. We're all supposed to be asleep and be consumers and you can't tell all the subliminal message unless you have these sunglasses, which are able to cut through everything. Oh. So you see the aliens for what they are and then you see all the subliminal messaging in the billboards and shit. 
Oh, I'm seeing some images. Obey. Yeah. Consume. Consume. Mar- this uh, movie looks like it's right up my alley, too. I need to peep this out. Fucking John Carpenter, dude. So it's like. Oh, they got a Trump poster. It looked like the dude. looked like one of the alien dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen those. Dude, this is fucking. This is ugly as fuck from back in the day. Yeah. Dude. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's it, it's a it's a good movie. And uh, I was looking for something yesterday to watch after we watched. Uh, oh, watch Star Trek and um, for the for the show tonight. And I was doing and I was flipping through and I go, oh, I'll check on Peacock. So I was looking through Peacock and they have a bunch of movies that are free. There's some that are locked, but there was a bunch that are free. And I was like, oh, shit, they live. And I'm like, and it's free. So I was like, turn that on. I was like, oh, Fuck shit. Yeah. It's a good movie. I enjoy that movie a lot. I'm going to get the tape, bro. <laughs> you could get the VHS tape? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to eBay. It's crazy. Is you could look up any movie on eBay for VHS. It's like two bucks. <laughs> the shipping costs they, more than that. They live VHS. Right here. Not this one? No, that's because it's not there. Oh, I don't think they have it. Mm. Fucking Monster Squad, dude. <laughs> $38. Oh, Jesus. Excuse me. <laughs> it's like, oh. I stand corrected. There's a couple of ones that are a little pricey, bro. Um, oh, man. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, um, it's about time I think we jump into some news that may have slipped under your radar this past week. Uh, this one I thought, thought of you. So Microsoft Edge's extension store was hosting likely illegal copies of a number of iconic games, including Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Super Mario Brothers, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Pac-Man, Tetris, Cut the Rope, and even Microsoft's own smash hit Minecraft. The developers listed on the titles weren't Microsoft, Nintendo, or any other recognizable game developer, meaning that they could almost certainly be aren't official copies of the games an hour since the story was published all but one of the um one game was found um we found was removed we had also seen uh, another sonic game and another mario game a couple of pac-man games and a variety of copies of 2048 flappy bird fruit ninja temple run and they, um, but they aren't there anymore at um all that remains is what appears to be a copy of Google's Chrome Dinosaur game. Initially, we saw 35 listings across 10 different developers, end quote, uh, with names like GamePro Inc., GamesLens, Stay Real, and K-Day, including a number of duplicate games. Many listings, even from different developers, had similar descriptions, including that they, they could be coming from the same source. Now, they had a couple of screenshots in here, and yeah, one was a... Uh, Mario Kart 64 N64 simulator um uh Super mm-hmm. Mario Brothers game What is this the Android store like Jesus get it together <laughs> Oddly Microsoft itself appeared to promote the browser extension in what looks like to be a now deleted tweet from the S um from the MS Edge dev account which we saw via reset era and I see that on there uh the tweet goes from the dead dev developer uh, Twitter account calling all Pac-Man, Tetris, and Mario Kart lovers. Did you know Microsoft has these plus more vintage games on the extension site? See the full list here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, um, <laughs> wow. I don't even know what to say, bro. <laughs> Somebody fell asleep on that one, right? <laughs> Very bold. It just shows they're not monitoring the store. Right. You know, and I'm not surprised. Really, the only store that's that's really monitored is Apple's. Yeah, for better or for worse. Right. You know, because Android is a fucking. I don't know how it is now, but 
you had to be savvy on that damn store looking for shit because you could download some dumb shit on there. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Speaking of the other side. (laughs) (laughs) The Google Stadia team will add over 100 games to its cloud gaming service this year. A new post on its community blog has revealed... In the post, the team highlighted nine of the titles arriving on the service in the near future, including FIFA 21, March 17th, and detective-slash-action RPG title Judgment, April 23rd, by the studio behind the Yakuza franchise. Oh, I haven't even heard of that one. Wayfords, um, or I'm sorry, Wayforwards, um, action platformer, um, Shantae Half Genie Hero Ultimate Edition, and Shantae Risky's Revenge. The Shantae series, there's a game, there's a um, Game Boy Advance game that costs like hundreds of fucking dollars. It's ridiculous. Um, will also be available to play on February 23rd. Risky's Revenge was originally released for the DSI. There you go. That's what I was talking about in 2010. Um, and the director's cut was uh, with improved features. First came out for Windows in 2014. Meanwhile, Half Genie Hero Ultimate Edition is the belly dancing Shantae's first full HD adventure. <sighs> it's not as hot as it sounds. <laughs> like everybody know. Um, Triangle Studios, It Came From Space and Ate Our Brains, is an arcade top-down shooter uh, featuring raining aliens invading Earth. It has a campaign mode that can a- accommodate up to four local players and will be available on March 2nd. Um, Kaz and the Wild Masks, a side-scrolling, a side-scroller featuring classic '90s platformer elements and modern-looking pixel art graphics. Modern-looking pixel art graphics, okay, <laughs> um, is arriving on March 26th. Um, the team has also highlighted three games without uh, release dates yet, starting with um, strategic team platformer Killer Queen Black. Um, Street Power Football, an arcade-style football game, is also coming soon, as well as sci-fi action RPG Hellpoint. Stadia's announcement comes short after Google shut down the Stadia Stadia Game Studios in Montreal and Los Angeles due to the company's decision to step away from developing first-party games. (sighs) Google. (laughs) Stadia Vice President uh, Phil Harrison said at the time, believes bringing third-party games to the platform is the quote best part of building the service into a long-term sustainable business. One of these games was supposed to be Terraria, but the sandbox um, game studio or Jesus, fuck me Christ. (laughs) But the sandbox game stadia release was canceled after its co-creator after its co-creators, Google accounts were suspended. (laughs) Okay. Um, yeah, they. I think they made the smart move here. Like, we're not going to make games. We're just we're providing a streaming client, basically, um, because I've heard the service works well as long as you have good internet. Yeah, and it's cool for someone who doesn't have the money to, um, you know, build a gaming PC or something like that, or buy a console. I mean, shit, you can't even buy a console anymore. They've always sold out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's, and which bears to wonder. It's like going if they're, because I hear they're not growing as much as they are so why are the consoles not available are they not making as much or well one is scalpers scalpers have become a big issue yeah um i was reading a article that like as soon as they go on sale they they all get bought up by scalpers well, it's the same thing what's happening with the playstations too yeah 
and they just end up on eBay for eight hundred dollars. You know, and it's just but the thing is, is that if people stop buying them from the scalpers, they won't do it anymore. But there are people with too much fucking money. And they're like, I'll spend four hundred extra dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. They do the same thing with PC parts. New graphics cards comes out and all the scalpers will buy a bunch of them and then sell them for outlandish prices. Yeah. It's not illegal. So for that anyway. Hmm. Uh, So this one I thought was kind of funny. So if you're one of those people that like to do things once and then post them on every social media app, stop In the latest set of best practices for Reels, Instagram is urging users not to repost videos from elsewhere, essentially telling its community not to recycle videos from TikTok. If you do share videos that you rip from TikTok, your followers will see them in their feeds. However, Instagram's algorithm will be on the lookout for TikTok watermarks. It won't promote those videos to people who already follow you. Quote, We heard the low video quality reels, i.e. blurry due to low resolution, or content that is visibly recycled from other apps, i.e. contains logos or watermarks, makes the reels experience less satisfying, the service wrote in a post on creators' accounts. So we're making this content less discoverable in places like the reels tab. Um, Let's see. In an attempt, uh, in a, uh, it's an attempt to discourage people from reposting other folks' TikTok videos on Reels for clout. If you have used Reels, it probably doesn't take long before you saw videos with the TikTok logo in the corner. It makes sense that Instagram wouldn't want to act as a window as a shop window for a rival platform. However, the move might make things a little more time-consuming for people to post videos in both apps. Um, alongside the list of don'ts, Instagram offers... Uh, offered some guidance on how to create successful reels. It suggests sharing vertical videos and using music you created yourself or original audio from other reels. Otherwise, you can use music from Instagram's library. The rest of the tips are are more nebulous, such as creating entertaining or fun content or starting a trend in which other people uh, can take part. It makes sense since they cloned TikTok. They don't want you to use videos from, uh, they don't want you to use their vids on Instagram's platform. Because <laughs> that's the one thing I thought was kind of interesting. It's like, well, yeah, but Reels is basically a clone of TikTok. So naturally, they're yeah. like, well, yeah, we, we basically we cop stole the idea, but you can't go ahead and use those videos on our service. And let's be honest, I was like going low resolution. It's like, it's like, I think, I think Instagram is making them a low resolution. Right. You know, as opposed to. It's it's just funny to me. Like, we're going to steal something, but then we want you to pretend like it doesn't exist. Right. Like, stop being assholes. Facebook. <laughs> yeah. TikTok is fine. I mean, thoughts need somewhere to go. Yes, they do. For only pennies a day. <laughs> you can sponsor your own e-girl. <laughs> if that was a thing, dude, they, I mean, it kind of is, I guess. Yeah. Let's go to Twitch. It's just not pennies. You know, it's <clears throat> a lot more than pennies. Or you hear like these girls like, yeah, I'm, 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 I finally did it. I'm unsure if I'm going to be able to make rent next month. So I've started an OnlyFans fan. Right. <laughs> it's like, 
Yeah. You do you. Yeah. You know, make that money, I guess. <sighs> On February 18th, the House Financial Service Committee will hold a virtual hearing to look into how G- GameStop's shares shot up in value after a bunch <laughs> of Reddit day, day traders banded together. I mean, just told you right there. Right. I don't know why they have to hold the hearing. <laughs> um, committee chairwoman Maxine Waters has released the list of witnesses for the hearing, and it include it includes Robinhood CEO Vlad um, Tenev, uh, Reddit CEO and co-founder Steve Huffman, as well as Redditor and YouTube streamer Keith Gill, who's also known as Roaring Kitty. <laughs> you know, in the internet spills over into the real world it's <laughs> funny <laughs> sometimes like it's <laughs> a new york times report details how gill played a central role in gamestop's sudden increase in market value according to the report he has been tweeting and making videos about the retailer throughout 2020 after making a fifty-three thousand dollar investment in the company a number of reddit traders who followed his videos and posts Post rallied behind him, causing a stock market frenzy that led to huge losses for the hedge funds that bet against the retailer and expected its stock price to tumble. As a result, Gill's original investment now has a value of $48 million. (laughs) (laughs) The traders involved use the commission-free app Robinhood, which then temporarily restricted users from trading GameStop and certain other stocks due to a lack of money on hand. Robinhood stated or started allowing limited buys of the restricted restricted stocks a few days later, um, but not before it was hit with a class action lawsuit accusing it of depriving its customers of the ability to use its service in an effort, quote, to manipulate the market for the benefit of people and financial institutions. Um, the Senate Committee on Banking previously announced that it will hold a hearing on the current state of the stock market after what happened as the Financial House Financial Service Committee hearing entitled Game Stopped. Who wins and loses when short sellers, social media, and retailer investors collide? You'll get caught up in the crossfire. You'll be to you'll be to watch it online. Okay. At 12 p.m. Eastern on February 18th. See, what I don't get is they didn't do anything illegal. No. They did, so every, they did everything short sellers do. And that's the big problem. I don't think people see that is that if they go in and say they did something illegal, then the hedge funds, ergo, did something illegal because they bet when the market goes down. So I don't – they didn't do anything wrong. They just don't like it because – normies knew know how to manipulate the market yeah they did what they do every day because they the the beginning of this article and i'm not saying engadget's being slick but i feel they're being slick by calling out how ridiculous it is because the way it's worded is like um he made an investment of this much and you know blah blah blah, and caused the hedge fund people who bet against that stock to lose money it's like uh uh-huh yeah isn't 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 that it how a capitalist society works you have winners and losers yeah yeah the problem is, is that um, usually the game's fixed. Right. So the ones who were supposed to win were like, um, what happened? Because like, ba- you ba- lost, bitch. Basically what it shows you is that these, these hedge fund managers or these hedge funds, they always make it sound like, oh, well, you can't understand. You don't understand what we do. You know, you, it's too difficult for you to understand. That's why you need us to do this. It's the same. It's the same reason why 
IT and every company any of you listening to have worked um, takes forever to do things. It doesn't actually take that long. No, they just don't want it's to just do because it. no one understands what they're doing. Right. So they can say how long it takes. And that's what these hedge fund guys do. It's like, oh, well, we understand how the market works. It's like, no, it's pretty basic. And this is and what they did is exactly what you did. And they don't get paid for it, you know. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like, wow, you guys kind of kind of got fucked in your own uh, your own game. Yeah. You so. gambled and you lost. Exactly. Now you house know. one bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like they say in Ocean's Eleven, you know, some um, nine times out of ten, you know, the um, the house takes you, but once in a while you take the house, and that's what that's they right. did. Sucks uh, to suck, guys. Yeah, it does. It's like it basically kind of shows everybody going, well, if they can do that on Reddit, why do I need you guys? Well, the sad thing is, is that this whole the Senate Committee on Banking is going to hold a hearing. The only reason they're holding a hearing because people with money are upset. Yeah, but they they're going to look through the laws and go, uh, yeah. And Robin Hood's in hot water because they closed down. They didn't when they officially stopped letting people trade that um, the GameStop stock. They didn't say it was because they didn't have enough money on hand. They said it was to pr- protect their investors. Right. That was the real reason. So you stopped free trade. Right. They manipulated the market. Which is highly illegal. <laughs> yeah. So what so. happens, yeah, because that's, you know, because what ends up happening is, is that Robinhood will end up being in trouble because it's like, well, why did you stop them from trading? And they're going to, it's like, going. remember, you're under oath, you know, and it's like, well, we need to protect our investors, which was the hedge funds. Like I watched this guy um, on YouTube I can't remember his name right now, but um, he did. Oh, there he is right there. Philip DeFranco. He does a daily news bit. He's a pretty funny, dude. But he um, he had a couple of of uh, sponsors, sponsorships from Robin Hood. And he came out flat. He's like, they will never be on this show again. Nice. And then he was mad, too, because he was obviously using them. Right. And um, he's like, I'm not going to use a, a thing that's going to stop free trade. Like, he was pissed. And um, he, st- I guess he started talking about some other app. I don't remember what it was. I don't invest things. I'm poor, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I don't uh, invest things because I, I I invest in drugs. It's right. a lot more stable. <laughs> I don't invest because I don't know how. Yeah. I've actually been thinking about it recently. <laughs> I like where you were like, oh yeah, I thought about investing in it. This shit happens. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because I was thinking about, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about maybe dipping in, just dipping my toes in, seeing how it works and stuff. And then, and then this happened. I'm like, well, I'm already nervous enough about my money. Now you've, now I don't know what the fuck's going on. All right. I, that, I'm going to go into my backup. I'm going to invest in retro video games. So right. that's right. That's my, my, that's my new investment now. <laughs> hey, my copy of Yoshi's Island for super Nintendo is worth $98. Okay. In the box with the manual. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Colin. This box here is to be used for your college fund. <laughs> right. uh, open it up. It's just copies of Nintendo GameCube games. It's like, yeah, but worth to get, but together at the current market rate, it's about five hundred bucks. So that's I gonna t- go to I your. I told my kids. <laughs> I said, don't, don't collect video games like this because you think it's gonna make you money. <laughs> right now, it's popular. As soon as it's not, the prices will go down again. Right. And nobody cares. It's like comic books. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll be right back after this break. 
Alright, do you need to do anything or should we just jump right back to No, that? I don't have to do anything. Right. <laughs> well, you don't have to do anything, so it doesn't really matter. What the fuck? <laughs> well, now I need to whoop your ass, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to take about two minutes. <laughs> Alright, welcome back. So, CBS All Access is set to become Paramount Plus on March 4th. However, you won't be able to watch it if you own a second or third generation Apple TV. The company announced that it won't update its apps for those devices with, uh, when the streaming service relaunches next month, and as spotted by Mac Rumors. The announcement makes CBS All Access slash Paramount Plus the latest service to end support of the set-top box. YouTube announced that it, uh, it will drop support starting next month. HBO dropped the aging streaming box last year. And the second-gen Apple TV is over a decade old, launching in 2010, while the third generation was released in 2012. It's understandable that we're starting to see a wave of depreciated apps. Uh, users will be able to stream Paramount Plus on older Apple TVs using an iPad or iPhone, so they won't be completely locked out of their content. But unlike the most recent Apple TV models, starting from 2015 and onward, which feature modern software and an app store that makes it simple for developers to continue to update their apps. The older Apple TV models generally only saw updates on individual streaming applications when Apple updated their entire operating system, as increasingly rare occurrence these days. The sun setting on um, CBS app on older TVs isn't, um, isn't the only change the Paramount uh, Plus transitioning is causing. 9to5Mac also notes that the company no longer offers its discounted CBS All Access and Showtime bundles for Apple TV Plus subscribers. This isn't a huge deal given that after a decade you should probably update your devices and if you can update your iPhone every two years you can update your um, your Apple TV device or you can just watch it on a moderately priced device like Roku, Amazon Fire Stick or Chromecast with Google TV. And if you're complaining after seven years, you need to get a grip. Yep. Um, I have a third generation Apple TV, which I loved, and it was I could still use it for the most part. But yeah, it, it was pre basically anything pre App Store is not going to work anymore. Because um, I think that was the the third generation was the the last one before they made the App Store. Um, so, and to be honest, I mean, since 2012, it's almost 10 years. You know, and the other ones that over what eleven years now. It's like, yeah, you you, you should get a new one. <laughs> Just get a new one. Yeah. Like, you know, you people. A lot of it has to do, and I'm not backing Apple up because Apple does have a history of just bailing on shit. You know, to get you to buy the new stuff, but people don't understand. Like, if they let's say they just suddenly went, okay. You have a fucking Apple TV version one. I'll just put the new OS on. The fucking thing will probably blow up. Right. Like they they don't get that it's just not capable of doing it, or it's going to be a shitty user experience. It's going to be sluggish. Like if you're worried, if if you think, oh, I've had this for since 2012, and they want, they're forcing me to buy a new one. If I mean, if you're that kind of consumer, buy a Roku. <laughs> you shouldn't have an Apple TV then. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is that this isn't something that only um that's an isolated thing with apple it ha roku stopped supporting a lot of their older devices i think seven years yeah. and older last year so it's like you know it they happens. all do it they all do it because every the it basically the new stuff i mean you're running in 4k and uhd now so it's like this 
and then not to mention the new Apple TVs have the new the new processor, the new OS. Plus, they have app stores which you can download and um, install um, other apps. But the old ones you can't. There's too many options for streaming devices for me to give a fuck about anyone complaining that their Apple TV <laughs> needs to be replaced. I don't care. Like, is there's a million different ways for you to go? Yeah. You know, that's how Apple is. Apple doesn't like fucking with their old shit. They do it on the phones because they have to, not because they want you, to. You think they want to still update their 3G? No, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> because Apple the majority 3G. of Apple users don't hang on to their shit. They buy the new shit. Yeah. It's just the way their stuff is. I'm not like that, but that's the way their stuff is. You know, so it's like, if that's if you don't ride with that, then fine. Go somewhere else. <laughs> like, I, people are people want their cake and they want to eat it too. Oh yeah, that's all it is. Bro. I want to have this for twenty years, and not, it's like going no, it's not going right. to work. And I want it to cost twenty bucks. Like get the fuck <laughs> out my face. <laughs> I don't um, want to spend another heavy one hundred and seventy nine bucks for something that's going to last me ten years. You mean something that's going to eventually cost you seventeen bucks a year? Exactly. Get it together. We have good news today, though. Okay? Classic <laughs> sketch comedy series Chappelle's Show is back on Netflix after the streamer removed it in November at creator Dave Chappelle's behest. The comedian broke the news during a performance at Austin Venue Stubbs, a snippet of which he shared on his Instagram. In the Not Safe for Work clip, surprise, surprise, <laughs> spotted by Variety, um, Chappelle thanks um, Netflix chief Ted Sarandos for sticking by him and addressing his troubled relationship with Comedy Central, uh, which was at the crux of the removal. A stand-up co- comic um, has routinely alleged that his contract with Comedy Central owner Viacom CBS has allowed the company to license the series without his approval, in turn preventing him from receiving royalties for the show. Why does that matter to a successful comic and actor with a company Netflix like gig? Uh, well, those royalty checks add up over time, especially for a canonical comedy that can be watched on repeat like Chappelle's show. I'm going to break right, right there to say something. People focus too much on money. Yeah. It's his show. Yeah, He created it. It doesn't matter if the earning is a penny or a million dollars. He deserves the what, what comes from that. Exactly. Like, I hate that shit. Oh, he's already rich. He shouldn't care. Get the fuck out of it. If that was your money, yeah. you'd care. <laughs> exactly. And he even talked about it in a, one of his stand-up, but he wasn't even, he mentioned like, yeah, I'm, I'm missing out on money. He wasn't even that. It's just his show. Like, they took his his work from him. Well, what is it, um, what was it that he said about um, his grandfather when he was on SNL? And he said, yeah, my grandfather would be like, shit, you got sold more times than I did, you know? Or, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's the principle of it. Yeah. I fucking I don't like that. Like, and I'm I'm someone who usually doesn't trust the rich, but <laughs> it's not a money situation, you know. It's, he deserves um, that money. That it's his. Right. This is a very important moment. Chappelle says in the, in the new video. I want to thank Ted Sarandos at Netflix, a CEO with the courage to take my show off its platform at financial at financial detriment to his company just because I asked him. He goes on to speak about the power of his fans for rendering the show worthless by simply not watching it. Um, the move seems to have worked as Chappelle states that Viacom CBS made the past right and did something very courageous, he adds. After all these years, I could finally say that Comedy Central, it's been a pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> so 
Yeah, because he mentioned the new uh, the new head of uh, I think it was Viacom CBS that um, was a new guy. Who was a younger guy and on understood what had happened and, and probably grew up with the show too, yeah, like a like a fan, you yeah, know, and wanted to uh, make it right with him. It it also what what's funny too is that it also came back to HBO Max because it was licensed to HBO Max. Yeah, and HBO Max took it off too after he had said how much pull I know. Does a man have two of the biggest entertainment distributors on the planet? And he goes, hey, they're kind of fucking with me. Do you think you can miss out on that money? No problem. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Both 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 apps took him off. This is Warner Brothers and fucking Netflix. You know why, too? Netflix has. Well, also, I'm not going to say that they weren't decent people for doing that, but. Netflix does have a professional relationship with Chappelle. Right. And that, you know, he puts all his specials on there. And, you know, HBO wouldn't mind getting a little cut of that, too. Well, yeah, so also, also one thing is, is that with the shit that we talk about with DC and stuff like that, Warner Brothers actually does as a studio back creators. They yeah, really, they do. They really do. So and look, look how much breathing room they gave Snyder. <laughs> exactly. Gave him enough room to hang himself. Uh, hey, but, is it weird that I, I'm excited for the Snyder cut? I don't know why. I'm like, I think the hype finally got me, and I'm like, I want to see it. I also, I want to see it, but that I little commercial looked kind of dope. The, yeah, but, the promo. Yeah, but I'm looking at it like going. People think it's gonna make it a great movie now, and I'm like, did we forget all the bitching that everybody did about Man of Steel, well, CBS? I told my friends today, and they go, I mean, it's still gonna be the same movie. I'm like, yeah, but I enjoyed the movie. So no, I know, but I enjoyed it too. But the fanboys are really going, This movie was shit. We need to see his cut. We need to see. I fuck them. I don't. And I was like going. It's like going. Really, I can't wait to hear all you guys go. Oh, that was shit. You know, all you guys turn around and and bash it again because it's like you guys all wanted Snyder taken off of it. He was taken off not by, you know, not because he wanted said, to, but because he had to. I've said some negative shit about Snyder, but I've also always said, for better or for worse, he is a true fan. Of the source material. So I'll never hate him. You know, even if I think some of his creative decisions were weird. <laughs> but at least he's not some fucking just money dude. Well, maybe we'll you have know. an even longer sequence with the, with the pearls, you know. I need it. <laughs> I need to see each and every individual pearl hit the ground. <laughs> First of all, that's an iconic thing, okay? You have to see the pearls hit the ground. In every incarnation of Batman, in every single one, <laughs> it's it's dramatic. It's like the what what are they called the Wilhelm scream or whatever. Yeah. It's, that. it's that. It has to happen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever in some some alternate reality make a short film, it will have a pearl dropping scene. <laughs> it needs it, bro. What was it? Uh, the Somebody did a cartoon with Godzilla versus fighting King Kong, and then Godzilla knocks King Kong to the ground, and then he goes Mothra, and then Godzilla goes, "Why did you say that name?" <laughs> I felt I felt kind of bad for Snyder with that because it was it was corny, and it but <laughs> you and I were talking about it back in the day. That whole scene would have worked just fine 
if he would have stretched it out a little bit and added context. Right. Not just name. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know. It, it was one of those. Because I get what he was doing. Like, oh, he, he's the same name. It reminds him this is a person. It's not, But you, he can't. He's Batman. He's not going to come to that realization in 16 seconds. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Like, I'm like, dude, you should have had this be a slow burn, right. bro. It's like, like we have this fun and then more so why did you the perfect the perfect way to do it and here let me help Steiner just in case he makes another cut you know (laughs) have it where they're fighting okay but then Superman um even though he may get hurt by Batman in the process abandons the fight to save some trains derailing something that Batman can see a plane's gonna fall out of the sky, something. Right. Or saving a cat from a tree. I don't care. Just something <laughs> supermanish. And then he comes back, and Batman at first isn't gonna be nice. He's gonna be like, We're at a fight. And, and then Superman's like, There's more important things, you know, there's more on the line. And then it gives that break where he can go, They've taken my mother. Please help me. Let's stop this fight. And then it goes. That would have been a better thing. Right. That would have been a much better transition into, and then Batman can still be a little, it's like, I'm going to help you, but we're not finished here. Like that kind of shit. Right. I know these characters well. Okay. <laughs> that, that's how it should have been. But they're out here playing with this fucking Martha bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that name? It's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Swear to me. Oh, wait. We're not, sorry. It's... <laughs> Uh, I, one of my favorite scenes from that whole movie, though, is when they're fighting and he's punching the shit out of Superman's face. And then Superman slowly gets his powers oh, back yeah. and he gives that little smirk. And Batman's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that, that word. <laughs> Batman kinda ha- yeah, Batman has that. Oh, fuck. Look. I'm going to die now. <laughs> uh, they did that really well. Special effects. Because it's like. His head was knocking back, and then slowly it just became like a steel beam that yeah. Batman was hitting. It's like the punch, when a punching bag starts to slow down, it's like that. Uh, so Disney on Thursday announced that its Disney Plus streaming platform has hit 94.9 million paid subscribers. As Everyone of- was canceling because they fired Gina Carrero. <laughs> yeah. I guess the canceled Disney Plus thing worked uh, as, it, as of the first quarter of 2021. The entertainment giant made the announcement um, in its December quarter's earning report. Previously, in December 2020, Disney had 86.8 million paid subscribers, meaning the platform gained about 8 million customers in the two months. Initially, Disney Plus set its initial subscriber goal of 60 to 90 million by 2024. Back in November 2020, the company already exceeded that goal with 73.7 million subscribers. Now it's expected to to have the. Will you stop licking my hair? <laughs> my cat. Sorry, is, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> your beard is kind of rough. <laughs> now, my beard is is luscious, right? <laughs> I won't be defamed on this fucking podcast. Sir. It tickles. <laughs> no, my cat is sitting behind me on the head of the chair, and he's licking the back of my head. Oh. Um. Now it expects to have about 230 to 260 million by 2024. That depends on if this uh, cancel Disney Plus thing holds. Uh, oh, 
during the during the coronavirus pandemic, Disney Plus saw exceptional growth. At one point near the start of the global health crisis, the premium service gained 16.5 million customers in just 10 days. So, yeah. So when you put out a quality product, that's what happens. Yeah. You know, and you uh, and you have been, stuff like the Mandalorian come out. You know that helps. <laughs> you have the Mandalorian. There was also WandaVision just WandaVision, dropped. Yeah, and it's not. And you know what? A lot of people, a lot of haters, you know, say, "Oh, it's just because they have Mando and WandaVision." No, it's not. No. There, the amount of quality stuff that Disney's put out over the f- fucking decades. <laughs> I mean, come on, like give credit where credit's due. If you don't like Disney as a company, that's, that's fine. fine yeah. But don't hate on the creators that made some pretty good shit, dude. I just bought Aladdin on VHS. My <laughs> favorite. Princess Jasmine can forever get oh, it. You oh, fuck me? yeah, dude. Um, oh. and it, it's funny too because like um, there was an article that I was reading. I'm trying to remember where I was where I saw it on. I can't remember which uh which site was talking about it, but they were talking about why. Apple Plus keeps extending the the trial, the free trial, and they, no one's getting it. Well, yeah, they they <laughs> said that the the numbers are showing that after the free trial ends, nobody's continuing with it, and a lot of people said, you know, there's good content on there. The problem is, it's there's not a lot of content. Like they didn't, they don't seem to scatter it out that much, right? Um, like, and then I said, well, and then I was looking at it, and I'm like, and I was probably gonna write a piece on it. I was like, oh yeah, because. You already got to see that Apple is running behind everyone else. You know, Netflix is saying that, well, there's no reason Apple Plus should be or yeah, Apple TV Plus should be this far behind. And I was like, well, that's easy for Netflix to say because Netflix hasn't didn't have to strive just doing its own thing. It was renting and selling content. And not only that, already. Netflix, when Netflix became big in streaming, there wasn't much competition right but also at the same time they weren't weren't also producing original content they were just recycling existing content so now you had and then you had services like disney hbo max uh, even peacock that have studios with libraries of content you have a you have apple tv which just has apple stuff they don't even yeah. have a library. Or, they don't own anything. They don't own anything. Everything on there is new. Exactly. And they're not also recycling content. They're like not like going, oh, well, we're streaming The Office now or we're streaming you know, this now. They don't have yeah. that. So they are already but, working behind the eight ball. In the respect, because and this isn't something that you said, but I did see um, somebody was trying to make the argument that streaming services are trash because all they do is play you old stuff you've already seen. And I'm saying that one, who doesn't want to rewatch some of their favorite shows, favorite <laughs> movies, but also an entirely new generation is being introduced to things that if it was the nineties, they never would have seen it. Right. They, they would have to go find the tapes or something Yeah. like my, or, or actually run across the TV station that's running reruns of it. You know, right. I'm not a huge office fan. I, I don't know. I don't think it's that funny. Um, but one, one of my daughters is in love with it. Yeah. Like she has an office t-shirt. She's fucking 13. <laughs> yeah. Like if it wasn't for streaming services, she never would have seen that. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, there's benefit there. Yeah. Cause definite you, benefit. Yeah. There. Cause you have people now that have been watching usually through Netflix or, and now through a lot of the other devices, you have people that have been, you know, a lot of new friend fans, friends of fans, uh, yeah. fans of friends, <laughs> which what? has been off the air for like what, over 12 years maybe 15 you know you have people with the office kids shows that are pretty much timeless yeah 
And then you, you know. yeah, and you have people with, um, there's, there was even a resurgence in, in, uh, people watching the, the old, early, the long ago series, the West Wing, you know, there's people yeah. that are rediscovering that and, and going on and, and going on to this. So yeah, there is advantages to having that kind of content. And a lot of kids nowadays too, including mine are really into like nineties Nickelodeon cartoons mm. because they're all streaming. They don't watch every single one. Right. You know, it's, it's like. The lines that people say, oh, it sucks because decades don't don't have a definitive. It's because there's no there's no barrier anymore. Everything's available all at once. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be. I mean, I saw some girl. She had it been like 16 and she was with her friend. She had a um, Rugrats T-shirt on <laughs> and then she had like um, she had shoes that were. They were like Nickelodeon colors. I'm like, first of all, the outfit is fucking badass. <laughs> That's number one. But I'm like, what decade am I? I felt like yeah. Marty McFly looking for a newspaper. Exactly. You know? Just saying. Yeah. Um speaking of Disney, I like how you uh you kind of organize these a little bit, even if you didn't mean to do it. No, I I, I kind of looked at it. I like... tried to I try to do that too when yeah. you've done it first. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I know. I saw it. yours. I was like, going, oh, I'll put the Disney one next to this because that's so like Segway. You know? Nice. <laughs> Square Enix's um, RPG series Kingdom Hearts has spread from PlayStation consoles to several other platforms, but now PC gamers will be able to check it out. On March 30th, four titles will make their debut on PC exclusive, exclusively via the Epic Game Store. Um, and these are the games. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Plus 2.5 Remix, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, Kingdom Hearts 3 Plus Remind DLC, and Kingdom Heart Melody of Memory. Um, other than Remix! The H- <laughs> <laughs> other than the A- HD 1.5 Plus 2.5 Remix, which will cost $50, they will cost $60 each and require varying levels of graphics power to run, which is unsurprising since they include titles that debuted over more than a decade. The first two are compilation HD remasters with Kingdom Hearts 3 arriving in 2019 and Melody of Memory is a newer um, rhythm action title. So is there any more article here? No, there is not. So let me say it like this. Okay. Kingdom Hearts is an amazing RPG series. And we, we just talked about, you know, young cats. They don't know about some of the old stuff. Start with the first one. It says HD 1.5, but they're just being cute with the names. That's the first and the second game. Right. I don't know. Well, what no, it's the it's no, no, it's the first with all the DLC on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And the second, the 2.5 is the second game with some of the extra stuff with it. What is 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue? I think that one incorporates the Nintendo um, version because there was one that there was an expansion that was only available on Nintendo. I think that's the one that includes it now. Oh wait, it's it has Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance HD, Kingdom Hearts X back cover, which is a movie, and then Kingdom Hearts Point Two Birth of Sleep. So it has a bunch of uh, the smaller games. I think yeah. Birth of Sleep was on the um Game Boy or something like that. Um don't skip these if you like RPG, especially if you're a Disney fan. The amazing games. Yeah. I'm actually I'm actually gonna get the um 
I, I missed a few of these and I want to play through all of them. I was going to buy them on like the original, but I'd have to buy a PS2 and all. <laughs> so I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to get the, the PC version. I got the 1.5 and the 2.5 on the PlayStation 3 when they released yeah, those yeah, remasters. Yeah. But they have now, I think coming in March, they're going to release that same package for PlayStation, um, for the PlayStation console. And um, I was thinking maybe that's the one I'll get. I'd probably get that one just so I can get them all up on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, people are complaining because some people don't like the Epic Game Store. Um, if you don't, then oh well. Um, <laughs> but There's necessary evils, folks. We have to right. put up with some of that. It's like, we need to just stop. <laughs> well, they say they're screwing over small developers. Or so. It's like they're not an indie platform. Yes, Square Enix is not like, you know, a little indie platform thing. It's like, come on. If you want to, if you, if you haven't played these games, definitely play them. I'm going to, um, I'm going to probably buy all of these to be honest. Cause I'm crazy. <laughs> Not at once, but you know, they're pretty long fucking games. Yeah. They you, are. You're going to buy the compilation with the first and second game. You don't really need to buy the third right away, <laughs> but if it comes with it, in that order, but too. if it comes with it, <laughs> go for it. You can skip melody of memory. That was just a weird rhythm game. The rhythm is going to get you. The it. rhythm is going to get you. The rhythm is going to get you tonight. <laughs> tonight. No, it was like you had to play, you had to um, press certain buttons at certain times. I guess there is story elements in it. It's a cute game. Right. But this, this, but I, it's just I, one of those that gives you everything, you know? So Yeah. Yeah. Great series. Choose though. wisely. <laughs> Choose your destiny. All right. So douchebags of the week this week are, are pretty pretty interesting uh yeah. now now my my douchebag of the week isn't necessarily the the subject of the story it's who they're trying to get the attention from right. that's the douchebag so this one comes from the verge earlier this month aaron epstein not related to uh jeffrey uh spent ten thousand dollars to buy an ad in the wall street all connected steve <laughs> Uh, in the Wall Street Journal to tell AT&T CEO he wasn't happy with his internet service. Service that was limited to a paltry three megabits, according to uh, a Ars Technica. Now, AT&T has him hooked up uh, with a fiber connection, and he's getting over 300 megabits up and down. It all um, it all took was getting an uh, interviewed by Ars and the ad going viral on Twitter and a Stephen Colbert mention. In his ad... It, the North Hollywood, um, California resident has says he's been with AT&T for over 60 years. Well, that was the first mistake and backs it up with a packbell.net email address. I remember that. I had Jesus one of those for a while. Christ. I had one of those for a while until I switched and says he's disappointed that the company isn't keeping up with competitors when it comes to his area's internet. Less than two weeks later, AT&T techs had him hooked up and through the company says it was, um, part of a planned rollout convenient that the statement uh, that's a statement that may belong to the in the dubious category um, it's certainly good for Epstein that is at work especially given how much it cost and but it's been estimated that there are millions of Americans who don't have access to any access to home internet at all let alone broadband which itself is arguably not fast enough and they can't all afford ads in the Wall Street Journal Besides, there certainly seems to be like to uh, 
but that certainly seems like a trick that would only work once, especially given that it may work only for one household at a time. Ars Technica wasn't able to get a straight answer about whether Epstein's neighbors would be getting faster internet anytime soon. Yes, this is a success story. Epstein was able to get AT&T, a Goliath Telecom company, to install fiber in his house. And all he, um, he even got a call from the CEO, John Starkey, or Stanky, uh, himself. Mm. But it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Uh, but even those of us who do have decent internet are struggling with data caps, ISPs that don't uh, really compete and don't seem to have a clear picture of what their networks are capable of. In an email to The Verge, the AT&T spokesman confirmed that the company recently expanded, air quotes, fiber X um, service in Epstein's neighborhood. We were pleased to provide him the updated update he wanted, the spokesperson said. AT&T is working, quote, to connect additional customers in the area, end quote, by the end of the year as part of an ongoing expansion of fiber service in the Los, in Los Angeles, the spokesperson add. If anything, this story highlights how little power the public has when it comes to their internet access. If you, uh, if you don't have $10,000 to publicly humiliate your ISP, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty shit. The way, if for anyone listening outside this country, I don't know how it works there, but in this country, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. Most of the time. Like, I lived in an apartment complex where all we could have is CenturyLink, and it was garbage. I had, they had an exclusivity deal, you know, and it fucking sucks, dude. Well, it's like even here, even my area, the, the, the LA area spectrum is really your deal. Um, if you try to get AT&T, you could kind of like see if it's available in your area. Oh, it's not available in your area. And there's no other option for that unless yeah. you go with DSL, you know, and even that's phasing out now. at and is no longer doing, you know, or not going to really do. at not here. Yeah. So it's DSL. like you're, you know, and it, and there is a, there is a monopoly, but it's, it's an agreed upon thing where cable providers don't compete in other areas. So you're kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially for internet. So still, still, uh, until Starlink comes out. Yeah. Strongly about changing the game, dude. I was watching this whole thing on it. Yeah, it's well, that's be- until the providers sue them like they did with Google to keep them out of their areas. You can't sue, uh, you can't sue, um, what's his name? Elon Musk. <laughs> it's too tricky. Can't, can't catch him. Um, speaking of not catching them, <laughs> <laughs> over the last several weeks, Police in Beverly Hills. Why are there even police in Beverly Hills? Well, you know, they got to keep the homeless out of there somewhere. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, police in Beverly Hills have been caught on video seemingly trying to weaponize Instagram's copyright detection algorithms to get a prominent L.A. activist banned from the platform. In at least three separate videos spotted by Vice News, some in, some involving more than one officer, you can see members of the city's police department Use their phones to play songs while being filmed by Sen- Senate Senate Devermont. Um, on one of his accounts, De- Devermont has more than three hundred thousand followers. He frequently uses the space to share videos of protests and his interactions with police. In one video, BH um, PD Sergeant Billy Fair, Billy, Fa- that's a cop name, <laughs> Billy Fair. 
uh, plays Sublime's Santeria, great song, um, <laughs> when he finds out that Devermont is filming their conversation. That's funny. He's like, I'm going to record. So, okay, I don't practice this. <laughs> um, in a subsequent video, again, featuring Fair, one of his colleagues plays Yesterday by the Beatles, another banger track. Um, based on what we see in the clips, it seems Fair and his coworkers are trying to trigger Instagram to flag the, the song they're playing in the hopes that the platform will either delete or mute the video. In the yesterday clip, the sergeant speaks to his motivations. My body camera isn't waiting for one of us to make a mistake. Fair said, what? Fair says after Devermont asks him why he hasn't turned on his body camera. I just never know if I'm going to be that one bad clip, he adds, before mentioning how... He doesn't want to end up in a video that gets taken out of context. Um, it's kind of a lot of gray area in that yeah. statement, actually, when you think about it. Um, when news of the San Santeria video first started circulating, the police department told Vice News, the playing of music while accepting a complaint or answering questions is not a procedure that has been recommended by Beverly Hills Police Command staff. It ha also said that it was reviewing the videos of fair Instagram hasn't commented on the videos specifically, but did point to the fact it's restrictions take the following into consideration. How much of the total video contained recorded music, um, the total number of songs in the video and the length of individual songs included in the video. In other words, Devermont's videos should be fine since in each one of the police are only playing one track and the songs aren't even the main component of the video regardless of, yeah. Cause it's like in the background. Yeah. Like, um, regardless of the effectiveness of playing a song to stop a live stream, you're allowed to film an on duty police officer under the first amendment, making fairs hack quotes around <laughs> hack, both technically and legally dubious. I like how they always to the, Oh, that it's a hack. It's like, it's not a life hack. It's, it's he thought, he came up with something <laughs> clever, though, didn't he? Yeah. Like, he really thought. The only statement that gives me pause is um, when he said that he didn't, he never, you never know if he's going to be in that one bad clip that's taken out of context. There's some truth behind that. Right. Um, but. But it's like, it's like, if you, that's your main concern, right. maybe you shouldn't be a cop. Right. <laughs> like, maybe. Yeah. Like, I would never be a cop. Yeah. For this very reason, because if someone pisses me off, I usually hit them. <laughs> you know, so it's it, I could never be someone that de-escalates the situation. <laughs> you know, that's not my job. So I like that. I can be the one to de-escalate the situation. Right, I'm gonna escalate. <laughs> like someone's gonna go, "Excuse me, sir, I don't think you're doing what's right." Um, excuse me, I didn't fucking ask you. <laughs> As the billy cup comes down on them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm swinging it by the chain. Like what? <laughs> all of a sudden i have a thick irish accent <laughs> suddenly you turn your cap around and you you put something over your badge number and it's like yeah. bah, 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 bah. <laughs> uh, uh. sure is that electrical tape don't you mind your business don't worry about what that is what are you doing with that zip tie <laughs> <laughs> sir what are you doing with that boom box why are you blaring a copyrighted song right now <laughs> i'll break this <laughs> <laughs> but obviously this dude is slimy uh, and why are you turning the volume of the song all the way up so they can't hear you scream <laughs> like I, I understand I do understand that there probably are some decent cops that are nervous that 
they're going to make a mistake. Maybe not not killing somebody, but just a mistake. And it's going to get blown way out of proportion. Because I've seen a couple of these police videos, but they're not that bad. <laughs> like maybe the cop's a little too loud or something like that. But it's not like he's fucking beating the shit out of you, you know. But on that same respect, if you are in a job now that you're concerned about you can't do it, then don't do it anymore. Yeah, Go do something else. Yeah, because like they always say, blue lives matter. It's like blue lives matter is a choice. You know, it's like you you chose to be a cop. You didn't yeah. choose to be a minority, you know, unless you're one of those white people that chooses to be. Well, I'm I'm, you know, I'm one three eighteenth of Hispanic. So, you know, I identify in the Hispanic culture, you know, or that white chick that <laughs> remember that guy lost her professor position because she said she was black when they found out her parents are both white. But she identifies as African-American. <laughs> Right. Like, wait, what? You can do that? Like, yeah, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> well, then it's like, well, sir, you can't arrest me. Why? Because I identify as white. <laughs> I identify as a man that isn't getting arrested right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a sovereign like, citizen. I don't recognize your what? authority. <laughs> you know, it, it's we're in a point in our society right now. It's a turning point, you know, and I know that's term that term is overused, but it really is when you think about it. We're we're recognizing that that the world is not so black and white. And that's good. There's a lot, you know, with the sexuality stuff. And I've learned a lot over the last 10 years, you know, been forcefully needed to learn a lot, I guess, because I didn't <laughs> know what the fuck anyone was talking about. Um, but also there is that side of that coin where people take advantage oh, yeah. of the narrative and they go too fucking far yeah. and they're doing it with everything. There's always going to be people that take it too far. Yeah. Like that chick that was supposed to be the moderator on Twitch and she like everything was a social justice thing. And then it comes out that she likes to pretend to be a deer with her partner. Oh, I'm yeah. like, look, I'm not kink shaming, but is this the chick that's supposed to be running the show here? <laughs> well, you know, all, it, she, go ahead. No, she just got kind of thick with power. Like she was trying to ban anyone who didn't agree with her. Right. You know, and it's it's just, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. When we need, that's the problem is that we all want things to be open and for everybody to have a voice and stuff like that. But we're also a species that since the beginning of, of our existence has required boundaries. Yeah. We require rules and boundaries because there's and always, definitions. Because there's always some – because in our nature that we're always testing those boundaries. Testing it and pushing. Yeah. You know, that's why laws were invented. That's why when you play the first civilization game, one of the first things you research is code of laws. <laughs> you know, it's it's – right now we're in kind of a time where some stuff is in flux and that happens all the time. You know, but it's big stuff right now, or it's just made to be big. Yeah. Personally, I don't think sexuality is that big of a deal that it needs to be everyone's number one priority. I just don't. I'm more of a private person when it comes to stuff like that. So just like I think that everybody should be respected, of course. You know, and I think everyone should be free to be who they are. But people also shouldn't be it's like I call it the vegan effect. Because a lot of people who are vegans, they're only vegans. That's the only part of their personality that exists anymore. Mm. Like it's like, oh, by the way, I'm a vegan. Oh, and 
also, I'm a vegan. Oh, and by the way, you're trash because you eat meat because I'm a vegan. Right. <laughs> you know, people are starting to do that with like being gay. It's like, bro, love who you want. Well, that's the thing is, is that this, this, there's this, con- this idea of that just because you're like, you know what? Everybody needs to be, f- you know, free, but I don't particularly like when they flaunt it. It's like, you know, oh, well, then you're, a- it's like, no, that's just a personal preference. He's saying you be you. You know, but it's, just... it's not even it's not even that. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I have no problem with homosexuality. You'd be two dudes making out in the street. Good for them. Fucking get it. You know what I mean? But my thing is, is you need to be a three dimensional person. And I feel like young people can get caught up in a cause to a point where they allow that one aspect of their personality to become the only aspect yeah, of their personality. Their, it becomes their and, definition. And then no one listens to you anymore. You're a caricature of a human being. Right. Like no one cares anymore. Well, it's like it's like on the IT crowd. It's like, you know, when the when they they go to see that that uh, musical gay, and then uh, 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 he goes, oh, he goes graphic nudity. He's like, you don't think they're gonna whip it out? And then uh, Jenny Jen goes, what are you afraid? Um, you're not secure in your masculinity. He's like, oh, I'm secure in my masculinity. I just don't want to be hit, slapped in the face with theirs. You know. It's like it's that kind of it's that kind of thing. It's like you, you know, one specific thing shouldn't define you as a human being. We sh- there's multiple things that define you, you know. And it's like it's it, but we. I, I get what you're I get what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying, and I agree yeah. I agree with that. It's like, but at the same time, it's like when people say like, "Well, I'm gay." It's like that's cool. It doesn't change my opinion of you. It's like, oh, so what? It. Uh, I don't matter. It's like, no, you're taking it to that extreme. It's like, exactly. You know, it's like, no, I get it. It doesn't matter because I'm going to judge you by the way you are to me. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight. Yeah. And right now you flipping out about something that's not happening. Right. Make it judge you. (laughs) (laughs) I remember a story back in the day. um, I was walking with a girlfriend at the time and this white chick. And I didn't know that she did not like gay people. I don't, you know, I don't have a very detailed application for (laughs) girlfriends, Um, but we're walking and there's these two dudes and they're like, you know, you can tell that they're together and um, they look like they're very much in the moment, you know, where a couple is very like, yeah, very close and they they weren't making out or being sloppy. They, They look like they're very much in love. And my girlfriend's like, ugh. and I go, what? And she's like, look at those two. And I go, what about them? It's like, um, what she said, she said, I just wish, you know, they didn't have to do that in public. And I'm like, we're currently holding hands. Hmm. And she's yeah. like, yeah, but, you know, we're, and I go, were you going to say normal? I said, leave those two people alone. Stop being an asshole. And um, she kind of just shut up. And then um, we walked by again and she was like, I only dated this chick for like a month. I dropped her off a few days after this, actually, because um, I found out some other shit she <laughs> she <laughs> believed. I was like, ah, oh, we don't mix. Um, and they like they kissed once, but it was a little bit more passionately. Um, no tongue, you know, just they kiss, whatever. I was barely paying attention. It's none of my business. I mean, um, I didn't care. I was just holding a camera right next to me. <laughs> right. Well, I'm trying to give you the con of what she saw. <laughs> so she verbally goes, ugh. And says, like, get a room. So I'm like, fuck, this bitch is really going to get. First of all, these two might have been gay, but they were a little bigger than me. I'm about to get my <laughs> ass whooped out here. Hey, look, you know what? 
you may have tits, but that two dudes that can beat my ass. It's like, <laughs> right. So one dude kind of looks back and I go, uh, I don't know why. It's a special occasion. And they go, oh, it's our anniversary. I say, hey, congratulations. You guys look like a cool couple or whatever. Oh, thank you. Then we walk away and we get in the car and it was quiet for a second. And I, um, I told the chick, I go, if you ever do that again, I'll leave your fucking ass wherever we are. <laughs> it's like, you almost got my fucking ass whooped by two gay dudes out here in this motherfucking <laughs> park. Like, she's like, you can beat them up. They're gay. And I go, what? <laughs> I said, that doesn't make any sense. You think they can't throw hands because they like to touch dick? It don't make no sense. What's wrong with you? Well, then, then by your logic, if I leave you, you should be able to beat them because they're gay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> I found out too. She was in. Uh, what was her name? Ashley, I think. I barely remember. Um, she's she was uh into like crystals and shit. Oh, Jesus. And and <laughs> I told my friends about the gay thing. It's like she, she and we talked about it later. She does not like gay people. And um, and he goes, well, you're going to break up with her, right? And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, my friend Jimmy's like, okay, have you broken up with her? I'm like, well, not yet, you know. He's like, why not? I was like, I'm just, I'm waiting for the right time. And he goes, <laughs> he comes over, he throws an arm over me. He goes, Adam, I've known you for a while. I know she has a fat ass, bro. <laughs> uh, but this chick's got to go. But come on. Dude, you can't. He goes, you're guilty by association at this point. I said, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I used to have, she did have a fat ass. Bro. Yeah, I used to. I had a. Uh, well, one of my friends, he was dating this girl that was toxic. Nobody liked her. None of us liked her. Even Patrick, who likes everybody, didn't like her. And he was like, we're like, dude, he's like, yeah, I know, but, but she's hot, though. We're like, dude, there's a point. You have to, you <laughs> yeah. have to sometimes, we've all had that moment. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's so beautiful. I don't know why you guys don't like her. She has an upside down cross on her forehead <laughs> and she's drawing a pentagram on your driveway. <laughs> I, no, she's an angel. She, she wouldn't do that. Adam. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> you gave her the pig's blood. What is wrong with you? Say like she said she wanted to sacrifice a live chicken, uh, a whole chicken. Yeah, but I got her a, I got her a 18 piece from uh, KFC. <laughs> I got her a bucket, <laughs> so it was already cooked. And I had a couple pieces before I even gave it to her. Don't even worry about it. I got it extra crispy, so it's <laughs> <laughs> finger licking good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's some young dude shit. Though, yeah, for real. Like is. when you just get caught up with a chick, <laughs> and you're you're not. It's like the blinders. You know, you're just like. I can't see. She's perfect. And your homie's got to come by pro. <laughs> it's like she's killed three people this week. What the fuck? <laughs> Pay attention. She's you making, burying the body. She's making the Night Stalker look like a choir boy, dude. Come on. <laughs> but she does this thing with a tongue, bro. <laughs> My dog's scared of her. Like, <laughs> I'm too afraid to break up. Help me. <laughs> Your friend's like, I ain't helping you. <laughs> no, you, you got into this on your own. You can get out of it on your own. <laughs> All right. So our final social media idiot this week, we mentioned her earlier. Gina Carano yeah. Yeah, is no longer part of The Mandalorian. The actress who played Cara Dune on the Star Wars TV series has been dropped by Lucasfilm and thus the sci-fi franchise as a whole. 
Gina Carano is no is not currently employed by Lucasfilm, and there are no plans for her to be in the future, a Lucasfilm spokesperson told Entertainment Tonight on Wednesday. Nevertheless, her social media postings denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. Carano has also been dropped by her agency, UTA, according to multiple reports. Um, E.T. reached out for Carano's reps for comment. Uh, Carano's termination from the series comes a day after the actress shared two controversial political posts on social media that generated swift backlash among fans. In one post... Carano compared the divided American political climate to Nazi Germany with remarks liking conservative republics to Republicans to Jewish people being targeted for their beliefs. That's a bad take. Yeah, Jews are Jews, Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to that point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. Just How like that statement's kind of weird because don't we all know that? Yeah, <laughs> I was taught that in high school. Yeah, that there was government propaganda against the Jewish people in Germany, which I always find is interesting is most of the conservative movement has moved into anti-Semitism. Now, I'm not saying everyone, but the GOP itself has kind of moved that way with linking up with Proud Boys and, like, listen, and, and QAnon. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not saying every Republican is an anti-Semite. I'm just saying every anti-Semite is a Republican. Republican. There you go. <laughs> So, but you draw your own <laughs> fucking conclusion. But it, it is funny how they slowly, where they they're anti-Semitic, yet at the same time are quick to invoke them being "quote unquote" persecuted. Yeah, is you know is the same as being as well, being you Jewish. Never, you never compare yourself or any other group that you're affiliated with with the Jews in Nazi Germany yeah. and or the Holocaust saying, in general. <laughs> Right. I'm not saying because they'll get pissed off. I'm saying because very little people in history were mistreated at that level. Right. For you that in recent history. So you can't do that. You can, just because people don't agree with you doesn't mean you're a Nazi or you're a, you're in Nazi Germany as a Jew. Come on. Now. Right. Stop. And her post completed. It completes with how is that any different from hating someone for their political beliefs, uh, which, uh, stated um, Carano's post, which was screenshotted by someone else's Instagram post because she deleted it later. Uh, Carano also shared a meme featuring an image of a of a person's face covered in masks that mocked California's coronavirus pandemic-related mask mandates. The post, which sparked multiple hashtags among fans calling for Carano's termination from the show, are the latest examples of the politically charged posts that have generated backlash toward outspoken conservative actors and avowed Trump supporter. Carano has been playing a recurring character on the uh, Mandalorian since the first season. A um, couple of things on this one is one, she deleted the tweet. So she knew she fucked up there. Yeah. So there's that Two, There are people online that are of course defending her saying that, Oh, it's a persecution of a conservative speech. It's like, okay. And this is where the distinction comes in. You're not saying that what she said was wrong. So, and you're, you're saying she's you're, being condemned. You're saying it. she's being condemned for being a conservative. Ergo, you're condoning this speech as a conservative. This is right. where the the line is being blurred. And uh, she's there. And there's people that are saying, "Well, she is speaking the truth." And I was like, "Okay, so you're 
yeah, I was like going, oh, okay, so that that's where you're going with that. But there's also some people online that are like, well, I'm not going to watch the show anymore. She was the big, she was the reason why I watched the show. And I was like, first of all, that's bullshit. First of all, Mando was the reason we watched right. that show. Stop it. Mando and Baby Yoda were the reason we yeah, watched Baby that show. Yoda. Um, she, I mean, she she was didn't only do a bad job. No, on the but show. she was only in a couple of episodes. I'm like, yeah, she wasn't that big of a character. <laughs> I, I said, I said, um, what did I say? I go, I go saying that she, um, I said I replied on someone's Facebook page that that said that and I go saying that she was the reason to watch it is like saying I only watched um, I the only reason I watched Saturday Night Live was watching um, what's his face play Barry Sanders, Bernie Sanders. Like that's, it's like, it's that level of like, what? He was only in a few episodes. It's like, it's that kind of thing. My, my thing on the whole situation, I, obviously her statements are uneducated and, and out of hand. Um, and they're disrespectful to the Jewish community historically and currently. Um, and you know, the anti-mass stuff is foolishness, but we're, we're used to dealing with that. I don't believe she should have lost her job for it. I feel like that's the cancel culture thing. But also, I am not Disney. And she is an at-will employee. Yeah. So I'm also not judging Disney because they fired an employee. That's their choice. Hmm. And it makes perfect sense because Disney doesn't want to be associated with that kind of bad PR. Right. And, and once so you're... I agree with everyone involved except for her. <laughs> so <laughs> what's funny, I'm just saying that I don't like that. I kind of don't like how someone has a wacky view and they, they lose their livelihood immediately. Yeah. I, I think that sometimes just because somebody has a disagreeing view of you or even maybe had a dis, uh, disagreeing view of you uh, that you have years ago should not be held to the same standard now because it's like okay well you know it's like the whole thing with james gunn where people were after roseanne got fired because she had made a racist remark about abc's president and abc fired her they went ahead and pulled and conservatives pulled out uh comments that mike uh, that james gunn had said a decade ago and had owned up to it later on saying yeah these were kind of foolish statements and you know, being young and, you know, stuff like that. I was trying to get attention, but it was also a different climate back then. And then Disney fired him because it's like, well, we can't, you know. But it was like going, look, James Gunn shouldn't have been fired because, one, if they made it a while back and they have remorse for it now, it's like, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Or deleted those things because they knew they were wrong, you know, a decade ago. If she had said these things five years ago, it's like five years ago was actually a different time than now. You know, but the thing is, is that, Instead of saying, look, you know what? I made a comment that probably wasn't cool um, I and it was a bad representation. Instead is going, see, this is what happens. They're silencing me because I'm conservative. That's not taking responsibility for it. Freedom of speech is not freedom of consequence. Right. Um, You're free to say whatever you want. You said it. It was in a public forum. We all read it. Yeah. It's like, and you got fired over it. That's on you. But I And I guarantee you, Disney's a pretty big company. I guarantee you she signed some kind of paper somewhere that said she should be saying wacky shit in public. Well, that's it's it's funny because if you listen, I forget what they call that. There's a document clause. Yeah. Thank you. Um, There there's certain there's comedians and there's people that have said that. Yeah, you've got to be careful when you sign with Disney. Even um, uh, what's his name? Gabriel Iglesias. He said that he had he had a drunken night out one time and he came back and he was just like, oh, my God. And he said he 
he had talked to some reporter drunk and came home and he's like he goes man and i had just done this thing with disney and i was expecting yoda to show up at my, at my door going oh fuck up you did you know that yeah. kind of thing he goes because that's how disney is everybody knows this so to sit they're very protective of their image yeah so to sit there and say like oh i'm being close it's like no you were close because you did something fucking stupid yeah and they gave you, you broke chances. the rules they gave you many chances because you said a lot of shit early on and disney said like okay we're gonna let and truth go. be told she's not the first person that disney's gave the cut to yeah. for being silly you know what i mean like and it's also to i the the conservatives that are are agreeing or are pissed off about this everyone needs to learn to read the room okay i don't care if you don't agree with it or not but we are in a very tense society right now when it comes to um social justice and stuff like that okay for a lot of the right reasons i mean i i i thoroughly love that our society is now finally accepting as a whole that racism is abhorrent abhorrent finally you know not just going oh well you know boys will be boys just stupid shit like that you know people it's it's a it's a difference of situation. Like, it's like gun. Yes, I don't think gun should have been fired because he said some stupid shit in the past. Who hasn't said stupid shit in the past, right? And especially because it was years ago, when saying stupid shit wasn't that big of a deal, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. But you take someone like maybe Kevin Spacey. Okay, well we need to condemn him for his actions because he was fucking touching people, you know. So it's like. I don't like when they do that. I don't like when they look at the past and paint like a judge it in um, today's morality. Because right. it's a gray area. Like there's some things obvious. Like slavery was bad. Like I, I don't think we need to go, well, you need to respect the people of the time. No, slavery was a mistake. You know what I mean? But like to to say, oh, what, what's it fucking the prime minister of Canada? Because he, he went as like some kind of he went as a sultan or, or Aladdin. Yeah. He painted his face. Look, that's a bad take, bro. You know, but I dressed up as Aladdin for one Halloween, but I didn't have to paint myself. Yeah, well, you're blessed with the uh, darker skin. <laughs> you say I went as a vampire one Halloween. I didn't have to paint myself either. <laughs> so um, I was count. I count myself Count Dopula, bro. <laughs> and I was ten. <laughs> I was like, I'm Count Topula. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Um, I don't know. I don't have much to say about it, but that's I'm, I am. Um, I do get a little nervous, not nervous, but just with the cancel culture thing, because even though I agree with most of the, most of the things that these people are saying, it does kind of concern me that people can get dropped like that just because they have an opinion that I don't share. And that just feels weird to me. But there's certain situations where, yes, you're being you're inciting violence or you're doing so. That's a different situation. But just when you say, oh, I don't like Biden. And then you just see these people come out of nowhere and, just, yeah. <laughs> and they get swallowed by, by this whole group of people. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, I guess it's always been that way. So I don't know. Mandalorian season two is still going to be dope. So I really don't care. Season three or whatever season next season. So, whatever doesn't matter to me. She was in Deadpool too, but I think she died. 
Yeah, she was in the first one. Yeah. Do you think she'll let, she'll make a comeback, bro? Uh, well, she has. <laughs> um, she has something with that um, that right wing. Paul. Um. Oh God, what's his name? Ben Carson? No, not Ben Carson. Ben Shapiro. Yeah, Shapiro. I knew it was one of those dumbass Bens. Uh, ben Shapiro is like, they're like, uh, she signed some kind of deal with him. You won't silence the conservatives. So help donate it, donate to us, and keep this game going. Ben Shapiro is a fucking shell, dude. Like, he just out. He's out for money. Ben Shapiro is a Jew. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's just signed. He just wants the. He just wants the cash. And I don't mean that in a racist way. He's just a businessman. You know, he he cares about making money. He don't care about chaser. what. He's an ambulance chaser. That's all it is. He's he sells his soul for the fucking mighty dollar. Him and Alex Jones, they're on the same wavelength. Yeah, but he Ben Shapiro is better at it than like Alex Jones. Well, yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's the thing. It's just like uh, Ben Shapiro can can make it sound like okay, but like I've tried listening to him, but he just his voice grates on you after a while. Because he drones on and on. Yeah. He's he's doesn't have a he doesn't have a good radio voice. No, he definitely does. Or a TV face. So you know. He, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he just should, a he's just a dude. He should just you know stick to. He the moved right. out of your state not too long ago, I think. He moved to Texas. Yeah, well, that's it's so cool. funny because like, oh, everyone's moving to Texas, um, moving out of California because it's too expensive. No, they're not. It's all conservatives that are leaving California. Well, that's what I because they're like you know people are making exodus out of California, and I was like, and I said, I go, you know what? They said that ten years ago, and then ten years before that. Oh, is the, is the California dream over? That's what I'm seeing on the news now. Over here. People move out of California a lot, but people move into California yeah, a lot too. Yeah, you know what? People are moving out and people move in, you know, because there's always somebody that wants to, you know, work for a tech company or, or get into Hollywood. It's, also, that's how we have waiters and waitresses around here. Also, no offense to Steve, but who fucking cares? Yeah, I don't Why care. is everyone so concerned about who moves in and out of California? To me, I'm like, good. Then make it less. Make sure more of them are leaving L.A. because I would like to be able to, you know, roam around and not. I've never understood when people think California is the greatest place on the planet. I've also never understood when people hate California. If you don't live there, who cares? <laughs> Let California be California. They're literally separated by a mountain range. <laughs> like, don't worry about them. It's funny too because, like, I heard today because of all those snowstorms that's covering. Like the whole state of Texas. Texas didn't look like Boston, bro. What the fuck? And the Texas governor went to Biden and said, We want a declaration, you know, emergency declaration. Everybody's like, Oh, and a month ago you said Biden wasn't president and you wanted to secede. I bet Biden Biden grabbed his went he went fucking Pennsylvania on him, grabbed his dick, like, shut the fuck up, (laughs) motherfucker. You ain't getting shit. Somebody went somebody went online and said, um, they go, Wait, the governor asked Biden. Um, approved it and didn't go online and made a bunch of disparaging remarks about it. That's so weird. <laughs> like I'm not used to well, this. The funny thing is, is they wanted they wanted like or this one governor. I'm not going to say all of Texas, but wanted like de- a declaration of an emergency. It's like, dude, it's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> like, calm down. It's like the entirety of New England's looking at him like, what emergency? <laughs> Looks like a fucking Tuesday. Yeah. Like you'll be fine. Well. A lot of those, a lot of them, well, it's one, the whole state. I think the whole state's under sleet and ice warnings, but there's supposed to be a lot of people without power, too. And that, I, yeah, the infrastructure's not set up for it. Yeah. Um, but that, Texas has plenty of money. 
Dude, what's they can it's like sort that out. That, well, to me, it's like, going, oh, and you guys don't have an income tax? Mm, maybe this is something you should kind of think about. <laughs> or just go ahead and ask uh, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and some of those other um, people that moved to Texas to, you know, help flip the bill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but they don't pay taxes because. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> I w- but, you know, I also want to make uh, California's taxes are too fucking high. <laughs> Let's be honest here. They don't need to be that high. <laughs> um, same with other places, too. California's not the only place with high taxes. Perish the thought. Go live in New York for a little bit. <laughs> or Boston. or The taxes are ridiculous. bro. And the coastal areas, the taxes are ridiculous. Well, Usually we, the people talking shit about California taxes are people that live in the landlocked states. But what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just like Arizona taxes aren't that bad. Our house our housing prices are going up though cuz fucking Californians keep moving here. I've heard, I've been hearing that on uh I've been hearing that online that they go, "Yeah, they go the median housing price is going up in Arizona." I was like, "Ah, there we go." This it's not <laughs> funny, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's because people People sell their fucking two bedroom condo in in L.A. for eight hundred thousand dollars, and then come here and they they don't give a shit because they have plenty of money. So our housing costs is skyrocketing, which is also raising the rent. Yeah, like they want to raise my rent one hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, for what? <laughs> so we're thinking about moving. It's like fucking Jesus Christ. Did you move like a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. But it's too, It's going to be two grand a month. Jesus. It's it's the neighborhood we're in though. We're in a um. We're in a nicer, not like nicer crime wise, but like a newer, <laughs> like stupid neighborhood. It's not like safe neighborhood. It's just a newer <laughs> no, neighborhood. I'm just saying that <laughs> if we move, we're not going to move to like a fucking crime alley or something <laughs> like that. I mean, it's I'm a not going to have to den over there, and it's like a you know homeless shelter over there. But it's okay for now. Lorena's pearls are going to drop on the ground, <laughs> and then um. My son's going to become Batman. <laughs> um, Are you sure? Batman? Maybe he'll be gender neutral. You know, bat don't make person. Fun of my son. He's not only the sum of his parts. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> um, I think, uh, no, we're moving. We're going to move to um, to Chandler, which is where we were. I was going to say, weren't you there before? <laughs> yeah. Well, we lived in Section 8. We're going to oh. move to a nicer area of Chandler. Um because that's where all our shit is. And Lorena found a four bedroom apartment that's like sixteen hundred a month. Um You move in there and they're like, Well, you know, the cost of rate the cost of rent's going up, so uh, I'll slap gonna... motherfucker. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, so thanks for tuning in. <laughs> If you like the show or any of the shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, you can donate. Any donations will help all the shows on the network. But um, wait, on- there's more. <laughs> <laughs> if you act now, for three payments, thirty nine ninety eight, you'll also get Whitney Houston's greatest hits on CD and cassette, and a co- and a PlayStation three and a, uh, not PlayStation a Xbox three sixty version of. Assassin's Creed Unity. That's right. <laughs> You'll actually get three copies, a few for your friends. Yeah, because, you know, there's way too many copies of that anyway sitting around. It'd be funny if you're doing a giveaway skit and you're just grabbing stuff from your desk and you'll get this half-drunk Coke from Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have this, oh, shit, I didn't know I had this. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to keep this. Yeah, huh? never mind. 
<laughs> You're going to get this uh, die-cast metal of the Enterprise-D that the saucer section isn't quite fully attached, but, you know, you gl- gorilla glue that, not on your hair, but on the on Technically, the <laughs> it's supposed to detach, so. <laughs> right. Um, you know what? I'm going to keep this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Not on your hair. Sorry, I stepped on your joke. <laughs> uh, but if you can't help us out monetarily, you can definitely uh, rate or, and review the show and, or share this uh, share this or any of the other shows uh, with your friends or enemies. We don't really give a shit. <laughs> your colleagues. <sighs> or people that won't stop talking to you at the bus stop. <laughs> right. Yeah, do that. <laughs> if someone's oh the weather and is like, hey, have you ever heard of Lazy Geeks? Like, just walk all over their statement. <laughs> exactly. Make it awkward for them. <laughs> um, you can check out all the other podcasts on Lazy Geeks Network. Our new show is the Truly Pointless Podcast. Uh, it's our Stream of Consciousness podcast. Also, the Away Team is our Star Trek <laughs> podcast. And uh, if you have any comments, questions, or ideas, go ahead and hit us up. You can hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks. Or email us, the mailbag at thelazygeeks.com. So that is it for us this week on our road to uh, 400. We're about five episodes left, people. Uh, so until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. We're thinking so you don't have to. And remember, wear those masks. 